Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Ribs, which stands for Relationships in Biblical Submission. My name is Derek, and right beside me, I got my shouty, my friend, my homie, my fiance. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Diavion. Welcome back. And today, we are going to be kind of going over our love story today. So stay tuned. But what's the overall goal with Ribs? I mean, we are very much a Christian based podcast. Based on the Bible, the Word of God, and pretty much we want to share our experiences with you. And not only what we got to say, but also, like we said, what God has to say about some of the stuff that we talk about. So, without further ado, we're going to jump right in to the verse of the day. And I'm going to let Dee talk about that. Hey, y'all, once again, the scripture from today, uh, scripture of the podcast today will be coming from Proverbs 16 and 9. It says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So, as Derek alluded to, we are going to be sharing our story with you, how we met, and how we have been together for the last two years. So, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, I would say, ladies first, so you, you kick us off, or you want me to start? I can start. Um, I met Derek my first year on campus at UNT. He was my RA, if you're not familiar, and RA is a resident assistant. We literally lived right next door to each other, and he helped me move in on the first day <laughs> moving day at school so yeah yeah so what's the real crazy part <clears throat> is that she was already at my side before i even knew it see god already had a plan in motion don't let me start preaching up in oh here my but gosh. you know what a rib is i mean what's the name of this podcast y'all ribs right what a rib is right at your side oh my goodness oh my gosh Kapow. fun fact the first day that i moved in my mom said that Derek liked me and I don't know where my mother-in-law got this Shout intuition. Shout out to mom. I don't know where she got this intuition. I, when you told me about it, I was like, there's no way your mom said that. Yeah, she said it. She was like, he likes you. I was like, mom, you can't be saying that. It's the first day on campus. <laughs> now, here's the crazy thing. At the time, I was dating somebody. I was dating my ex. And when it was my first year being an RA. And if anybody out there is a resident assistant, you already know that most campuses have a very strict policy of dating your residents. All right, so I was already dating somebody, and I was like, heck no, I'm not trying to entertain none of these freshmen and get my job, you know, caught up in the crossfire, and then I get fired. No way. But somehow, mother-in-law, dang near prophesied or did something. I don't know how she did that, but, yeah, she was like, he like you. Now, I did think she was cute, and I'm not saying that I was, like, in pursuit or anything, but... You know, I, I, I do got eyes, and I do see. And I did, I, I did see that she was cute, but I was just like, nah. Yeah, so I knew that he – I started liking him my second semester of freshman year, but I found out he had a girlfriend, and so I wasn't going to be a homewrecker, so we just left that at that. And so fast forward a year later, we are at a mutual friend's birthday dinner, and I had already, like, been informed that he was coming, but I was like, I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to act like, you know – Whatever, I'm not really going to talk to him. I had a plan. I came with another friend. I was like, we're going to talk the whole night. But that's not at all what happened. You know what happened? So here's the thing. Me personally, I'm a very extroverted person. So extroverted. I guess so. Extraverted. Oh, emphasis on the extra. <laughs> Whatever. She's a very introverted. I can't even do the, what you just did. Yeah, I can't I even say introverted. I can't even do that. <laughs> but... I do remember as a resident, um, she was very much, she she always studied hard, and that, that ties into a lot of the characteristics and the qualities 
that I liked about her later that I saw as it wasn't how much she work she put in. And but she was always to herself. She was not extroverted like myself. And so when we go to this birthday dinner, it's a birthday dinner for one of the residents um that were that I also had. And so she was friends with both of us. She was mm-hmm. friends with me, her RA, and she was also friends with D. And so she invited both of us to her birthday dinner. And this is like a year later, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a year later. And so I see D. She walks in and for all my extroverted people. You already know how it is. Like you see somebody by themselves, you're like, "That's a problem. I gotta, I gotta go talk to them. I gotta get them involved." And so that's exactly what I did. I was like, "She can't just be sitting over there by herself." I was like, "That is a problem," especially with her being my old resident. So I went to go sit down and talk to her, totally friendly, mm-hmm. totally in a fun mindset. Just yeah, but like he didn't leave me alone, y'all. Like we, he literally ah. sat next to me at the <laughs> table. We were waiting out there. You know how if it's a large party, you have to sit out there and wait for a little bit. So he literally sat next to me the entire night and we talked the entire night. The friend that I had brought with me <laughs> that I said I was going to talk to, I didn't even talk to her because me and Derek talked three hours straight the entire night about literally everything. This man prayed over our food, everything. You know what's crazy? Like, there's a whole birthday dinner going on. 25 people. And we ain't paying attention to none Nobody. of them. We ain't, I don't even think we said happy birthday. Nah. I, don't I think, think we sung happy birthday. But then we went straight back we to We went talking. straight back to what we was doing. Like, that's to tell you already how locked in we were. We was, we was locked in. Um, but, yeah, man, we had a really good dinner. Now, yeah. here's the very interesting part is that while we were there, I guess you could say, you know, maybe God was navigating some of the things early, early, early on. We already said I was already at her side and she was at my side when she was my resident. But apparently I asked you about children. Yes, y'all. He asked me how many kids I want. How many kids did I want? And I was very confused. But at that time I wanted to adopt and I told him, you know, I want to adopt my kids. I really don't even want to have them. And he was offended. He was like, how dare you not want to have kids like i want my own kids and i was like you can do that with your wife like whatever your situation is is your situation it doesn't involve me and he was heartbroken y'all he was he was real salty i guess i guess that's what happened that's what happened that's what happened. happened it happened I don't be remembering that stuff, but she do. She got better memory than me, so I'm gonna go ahead and take the L on that one. But <laughs> the um the thing that was so interesting about this is I was at a moment in my life with relationships where I had broken up with my first girlfriend at this time. And so when we had this birthday dinner, I was very much in pursuit. I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm trying to holler at some ladies and stuff, you know. Single, but- ready to mingle. I, it put pretty much. I, say it one more time. Single and ready to mingle. I sure was. Now, when I when I was talking to D, I was not in any way thinking of that with her. Like like I said, she was my old resident. But the conversation just went so well that I was just thinking, I'm like, man, that was too good of a conversation. Like you really don't just be having three hour conversations just a year later with people. Like yeah, y'all just like never missed never, a beat. Yes, yes. So that was that was crazy. So yeah, now, it was. what what happened after that? So after that. That was in July. I think a little after that, over the summer, we had texted a little bit and we said we were going to meet up before the semester really kicked off. We meet up at the union at UNT and we have lunch. It's another three hour conversation. But this time, something different happens. We're talking, we're having such a good conversation. He told me about his mom and dad. Then all of a sudden, he looks at his phone and he's like, I got to go. Bye. No, like, let's walk each other out, you know. 
it's just bye y'all gotta go gotta blast bye i had it with that jimmy neutron gotta blast and i was like i thought i knew this guy but i said one thing i'm not gonna do is waste my time and um fool me once you wasted your time huh you felt like you wasted your time i did when you just left i said who does he think i am (laughs) i said oh no i said i i'm not playing these games so in my defense, so let me let me give you the rundown of what's going on. In this listen, moment. listen, ladies, listen real close. So I'm I'm talking to another girl at the time who later on becomes my girlfriend. Okay. <clears throat> so when we're at this point in the union, you got to remember at this birthday dinner it went so well. I'm thinking like, oh yeah, man, this was really good. Let's let's do this again. I was under the impression I'm like I I need to fill fill out the waters. I need to see what's going on because. If she likes me, that's a good problem. <laughs> okay, that's a good problem because I I thought mm-hmm. she was cute and everything even from the day I first met her. But I'm already talking pretty intensely with this this other girl who's gonna be my girlfriend in a couple months, right? So when this happens, she's giving me the hard eyes, fellas. I'm talking about like from the moment we we see each other. You know, like a girl like you, when she she look at you a certain way, she smile, you know, her body language and all this stuff. And I'm seeing all the signs, and I'm like. Yay. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so here's the deal. Here's the deal what happened. I knew if I told her the truth and I told her I was talking to somebody else, she would never talk to me again. He was absolutely correct. I was what? You were absolutely correct. Say it it one more time for the people in the back. Absolutely correct. So I knew I couldn't tell her the truth. But at the same time, I did not want to be one of those guys. I've never been a player. I've never been one of them guys that's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk to her and her and her at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. nah, I wasn't going to do that. Totally and so the best thing for me to to do was, was to be respectful. And if I'm talking to somebody and it's getting pretty in, intense, let me just stay with that and I'm going to just drop drop this. Drop it like a bad habit. Not dropping her. Just the I entertainment. Was huh? I was dropped like a hot potato, y'all. My feelings was hurt. But I left. Yeah, I I, I looked at my phone and I I knew I was like, I got to go. And I I literally just left. I was like, bye. No goodbye. No no hug. No nothing. Not even a church hug. Okay. (laughs) It It was pitiful. But we have another key player in this story. So after that, the same day. I received a call from my mentee, which at the time he was Derek's one of Derek's residents. So another thing too, I, I was a, a resident assistant for like three years. Mm-hmm. So this is like a year later with a whole new set of residents, and one of her friends just so happens to be one of my residents at this time. Yeah, a year later. Okay. And he tells he goes up to Derek and he's like, "Hey, like, because he knew we were going out to lunch that day too." And he was like, "Hey, um, I heard you going out to uh, lunch today with D." And he was like. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you like her? And he was like, nah, it's complicated. And I was like, that's the nail in the coffin for me. I ain't got no time for complicated. I need to know what it is and what it ain't. And this, I don't have time for. So I left it at that. And then the semester ends and I receive another call from Jalen from a conversation that him and Derek had. Do you want to take over? What is this? How many, how far along? This is the end of the semester. Y'all were at Maple. What is this? At the cafeteria. I know, but what is this, like several months later? It's the end of the semester, so maybe like four months later. Okay. Anyway, it, it was a, it was a while later, guys. And at this point, like you like you said, it's the end of the semester. I'm eating lunch with my resident Jalen, who's friends with D, right? He's my. And 
I'm still dating my my girlfriend at the time now. The same one that I was talking to. We we dating now at this point. And so he's sitting there talking to me and he was like, Hey man, I don't know, somehow your name came up. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Hey man, my bad. I didn't mean to bring her up. I know you don't like her and all that stuff. And I was like, I never said I didn't like her. I just said it was complicated. And in his mind, you could just see he was like, whoa, plot Light twist. Light bulb went off, yeah. Yeah, he was like, whoa, wait a minute, plot twist, hold on, hold on. And he fell for my trap. Sorry, I played him a little bit. I played him like a fiddle. He went back and told her just like I thought he would. Mm-hmm. Now, one 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 thing I forgot to mention. When I left you at the union, mm-hmm. I actually did oh, yeah. play. I played, and I was like, God, if I ever get a chance to date this woman again, I'm going to take it. If I get the chance to date the Avion Another time in my life, I'm going to take it because yeah. she has a lot of good qualities and I like her as a person. Yeah. But, yeah. So. What what Jalen do? So Jalen told me. Yeah, he fell for my trap. from that moment, I was, I remember finding out, I went back to campus, start the next semester, and I was telling a friend about it. And after talking to her, I went out to my car and I prayed. I said, God, if Derek is the one for me, break him and his girlfriend up. And that was that is one of the craziest prayers I've ever heard anybody pray in my life. Okay, because I knew that. First of all, in my mind, I was like, I know that I'm not. I will never in my life be a homewrecker. That's not what I'm gonna do. But I, but I said, God, if it's real, then you you're gonna make it happen. So I left it in God's hands, and so that's how it went. And then the end of that semester, or maybe no, a year later, we're on a prayer call with another mutual friend, and I wasn't even supposed to be on that prayer call. Because this was a prayer call for all the RAs and I wasn't an RA, but me and that friend had a prayer call before the RA prayer call and I just kind of stayed on there a little longer. And I see Derek's face pop up on Zoom and I'm immediately like, ooh, you know, this is during COVID. So like we're not on campus or anything. And she was like, she's texting me during the prayer call. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't know Derek was going to be on the call. I'm so, so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. Cause I felt like God was telling me just stay on the call. And so I stay on the call. Derek is like doing a message on this prayer call. And it really impressed me to see like how God was moving in his life. And so God led me to text him and just tell him, you know, I'm very proud of how God is moving your life. And I hope that you continue to do it the way that you've been doing it. And yeah, so I texted him and that was that. All right. So here's, here's the part that's missing in here. After she played that prayer, she told me the time frame of this. She, she was like, yeah. When we started dating later, she told me, she was like, yeah, I prayed that if you were for me, that God would break in your girlfriend at y'all. When I tell you, we started experiencing spiritual warfare and dating. I'm talking about stuff that I, I was like, what? Like, we started having arguments after argument, problem after problem. And I'm like, you prayed that prayer? How dare you? But at the same time, I'm like, I get it. I get it. Because look, what did Abraham do a lot? He was like, Lord. If there's only a few people inside him that you can save, will you do it? And God was like, yeah, I can do it. So I, I get it, you know. Sometimes you just got to pray and just let God do the, do the rest of it. And that's what you did. But anyway, we ended up breaking up. And so this is months later. Mm-hmm. I'm on this prayer call. Mm-hmm. And before I even get on this prayer call, after I broke up with my last girlfriend, I was just like, God, look, I ain't trying to do this no more. I don't want to do no more breakups. I, look, let my next girlfriend be my wife and let's call it done. I don't want to do this no more. And yeah. so... I remember just going in there, and I was just with a very open heart. I was like, God, whenever you send it my way, you know, I'm going to do everything I got to do. But, look, 
put send it my way whenever you ready. And I didn't think he was gonna move that fast. It was only like a couple months. And then yeah, yeah, she texted me, and I was like, uh oh, we back in the game, y'all. <laughs> I like we are back in the game. I was like, she texted me. I was like, God, I love how you you just you look. You, I didn't even have to do no chasing. You just put it right there. And so I was just. But I text. It wasn't no sliding in his DMs. I literally texted him. I am proud of how God is moving in your life. It was no like I'm proud of God moving in your life. Uh, you want to meet up this Sunday? No. I mean it. it Okay. I didn't like slide. Don't make it seem like I'm just trying to slide in your DMs. Like, hey, how you doing? Hey, big head. Like, no, I didn't do any of that. I did what God told me to do. Nah, nah, you, you, you definitely acted modestly. You didn't do mm-hmm. nothing out of a character. Never. But I mean, nasty. I mean, technically, that was the door opener for us to date, though. Okay. So, I'll like, basically, I'm, I'm gonna wrap this story up. Basically, we got to talking, and that's how it happened. So, then, <laughs> uh, we uh, ended up. Going out, like I think a couple of weeks later, um, we, we just started talking a little bit more, and then we ended up going out for lunch another time. Mm-hmm. And um, so here's the, here's the deal right here, too. Another thing. We go out to lunch this time, and this is, like I said, this is a couple of years later after the union thing, and I asked her, I said, hey, let me, let me take you out for lunch. We go out for lunch, the same thing. At the dinner, excuse me, same thing at the union. We talking for like three hours straight, yeah. like, yeah. The conversation don't stop. It's like we never missed a beat. And here's the kicker. I knew she was thinking about what happened at the union. I, you, it's like PTSD. You know, you can't just get over that stuff. And so I, I told her at the end of our date, I asked her a couple questions. I was like, are you, are you talking to anybody? You dating anybody? Mm-hmm. And she, she was like, no. I said, what you looking for? Blah, blah, blah. And you what asked you for telling like me? List. Huh? You asked for like the list. Of yeah, like I was like, you know, listen, what ladies, get rid of the list. If it, if it ain't realistic, get rid of the list. But yeah. Mm, we'll talk about that. We'll talk in about that video. another episode. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Um, but yes, I, I said, "What are you looking for in, in a, a dating relationship?" And as she was telling me, I was just like, "Check, check, check, maybe check." Like all this other <laughs> stuff, and I was like, "All right." At the end of it, I said, "Look, I, I, I broke it down to a real smooth. I looked at you in your eye, and I said, "Listen, <clears throat> I said this was a lunch, but let me take you on a date next week because a date is an experience." Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And without hesitation, she said yes. I was like, oh, "I wow. didn't even think about it." I liked him, and he knew it. I liked him for a long time, but I needed to know, like, everybody was telling me before this lunch, it's, it's a date, it's a date. I said, I'm not going to believe it's a date until he tells me it's a date. And so we went on our next date. He told me his intentions for me, and he told me that he liked me. And um, that's how it is. Like That's how it happened. That's we started happened. dating, and, yep, two years later, now we're here. About to get married. About so. to get married in a couple weeks, and... We've had people prophesy over us. We've had, you know, God speak to us and just, it's been amazing just to see how God works. And so we want to make this podcast to show you that God is real and God wants you to have a relationship and God is invested in your relationship, but you do have to trust his timing and his process and his process because his time is not our time. Right. And so, but he is the ultimate author of your love story. And so we wanted to share that with y'all and we hope that you all enjoyed hearing our story. And I hope that you continue to come back to hear more of our episodes. Yeah. We appreciate y'all for listening and we will catch y'all next time. See you later. Bye guys.